It's a new year, but let's face it, things hardly seem new. It's the same people, same routine, and the same old daily theatrical reading of the dictionary. Oh wait, that's just me. But there is one thing that is constantly seeing change even during a pandemic, the transfer pricing news. Hello everyone, it's Matthew DeMello, your host of The Fiona Show, hot off the press, Cross-Border Solutions weekly transfer pricing in the news podcast. Which countries are gearing up to exchange country reports? What does the Canadian Revenue Service have up its transfer pricing sleeve? And how is France's Supreme Administrative Court cracking down on permanent establishments? We've got those stories for you, hot off the press, but first, a message from my friends and yours, at Cross Border Solutions. Hi, I'm Matthew DeMello, and you may know me as the host of the Fiona Show Cross Border Solutions Weekly Transfer Pricing Podcast. And while I love to discuss transfer pricing, this podcast isn't the only place you can hear me doing it. Cross Border Solutions recently relaunched Transfer Pricing University, a live webinar series where you can learn about modern day transfer pricing, everything from methodologies to comparables to preparing documentation to meet country specific regulations. Good stuff, I know. Chief Economist Mimi Song leads the sessions. I just ask the occasional obvious question. Since our program is NASBA certified, you can earn one CPE credit for joining each session. Pretty sweet. So what are you waiting for? Join us for Transfer Pricing University Weekly. Classes are free, so now you really have no reason to miss it. Sign up at xbs.ai slash tpu. We've got a whole year ahead of us to be productive. Looks like Turkey and the United States didn't get the it's a marathon, not a sprint memo. The two countries have already gotten the ball rolling on negotiations for exchanging country by country reports. Here's the fine print. The reports of large multinationals, i.e. multinationals with consolidated annual revenue of 750 million euros or 922 million U.S. dollars or above will be exchanged. And wait, there's more. Turkey is also extending the country-by-country country report submission deadline to February 26th, 2021. If you're a Canadian taxpayer with a foreign affiliate, now's the time to listen up. The Canadian Revenue Service, also known as the CRA, is set to issue its updated form T1134 this month. The form replaces the previous version that was published in 2012 and mandates additional reporting requirements for fiscal years that begin after 2020. While it is another piece of paperwork to add to the pile, sigh, it does come with an upside. The CRA released a preview at the end of November to soften the administrative blow and give taxpayers more time to compile the necessary information. So what are the new requirements? Glad you asked. The T-1134 must be filed 10 months after the end of the year, which is two months short of the filing deadline for the previous tax year. Taxpayers must also outline each affiliate's gross revenue and if it was secured through arm's length sources. In addition, taxpayers are required to present the adjusted cost base of the foreign affiliates' shares they own directly, along with any changes that occurred during the year. France is not playing around when it comes to the taxation of the digital economy, and it's bringing the same persistence to the courtroom. The French High Administrative Court ruled that Value Click France has a permanent establishment in France. You know what that means. 
What's French for time to pay up? Here's the inside scoop. ValueClick is an online marketing company headquartered in the United States that sells digital solutions to make online advertisers more visible. In Europe, ValueClick International, an Irish company, owns the non-exclusive rights for IP outside of North America and handles the marketing services. The Irish subsidiary relied on ValueClick France for administrative financial and HR support for a cost plus 8% fee and played a role in the business development and client relations, including preparing, negotiating, and implementing contracts once executed by ValueClick International. The issue at hand, did this create a permanent establishment? ValueClick said no. Not so surprisingly, France disagreed. In its first round of legal battles, the lower court initially ruled that there was no permanent establishment as the Irish company was the one legally executing and completing the contracts with French clients. This decision was appealed and landed ValueClick back in the legal hot seat. In the most recent ruling, France's Supreme Administrative Court reasoned that ValueClick International was routinely approving contracts prepared and negotiated by ValueClick France without significant revision, and ValueClick France was therefore a dependent agent. Now, let this be a très important warning to MNEs. Tighten up your agent agreement before the tax authority gives you the guillotine. And would you look at that? You're all caught up on the latest in transfer pricing. We know you're counting down the days until your life turns to normal. In the meantime, why not have something informative to look forward to? Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We'll be sure to keep you up to speed on transfer pricing news in minutes. While you're at it, check out our anchor podcast, The Fiona Show. This podcast was hosted, edited, and engineered by yours truly, Matthew DeMello. Associate producer Christy Clements wrote this script. 2020 may have surprised us, but one thing you can count on in 2021, we'll be here to hold your hand one transfer pricing update at a time. Catch you next week. Mm -hmm.